Welcome to the Female Founder Friday podcast, a collection of inspiring conversations with the most interesting female entrepreneurs and small business owners. I'm your host, Lindsay White, and together with my incredible guests, we'll explore the struggles of being a female entrepreneur, the most important lessons, and the future of women leaders in business. And I'm passionate about helping female entrepreneurs become the calm, confident leader their team and their business need. And that's why I've recently launched my six-week mental fitness bootcamp. This amazing program will help you tackle your inner critic, tame your saboteurs, tap into your sage inner voice, and increase your positive intelligence. With a combination of a daily practice in the custom app, weekly focus to increase your awareness, and regular group coaching led by me, you'll build the mental muscles you need to quickly overcome the changes and challenges you're facing right now. If you're ready to transform your leadership and your life, connect with me today to learn more at highvoltageleadership.ca forward slash positive intelligence. My guest on this week's episode is Melinda Jackson. Melinda knows all about the hustle. She started out her career moving to LA as a new college grad to work in her dream job as a PR pro in the entertainment industry. It was all fun and excitement and glamour until she found herself burnt out, exhausted, and really sick. But Melinda learned some important lessons from her Hollywood experience. And now as she shepherds clients through their own PR hustle, she's able to set great boundaries and inspire her clients and others to really be authentic in the way they are seen and connect with their audience. We have a fabulous conversation today that I think you're gonna really enjoy. Awesome. Welcome back everyone to the Female Founder Friday podcast. I have my new business bestie with me today, Melinda Jackson. Hi, Melinda. Thanks for being Hi. a part of the show. So glad to have you I'm, here. I'm so excited. I'm excited to have you. Yeah, I, I am thrilled to have this conversation today because I know not only do you work with great female founders as a PR consultant, communicator, all of those things, but you also have a great story of being a female entrepreneur. And that's what we're going to talk about here today. Cause I know a big part of your job is helping other people tell their story, but we're going to talk about your story. Yeah. So I got started, um, right out of college. It's, it's, I'll take it back to freshman year in college, which is, I know in Canada, you guys don't necessarily call it freshman, sophomore, all that stuff, but right. my first year in college, <laughs> I'm trying to translate myself. Um, my freshman year in college, I was going to school to be uh, a history teacher and I was a cheerleader um, and all of the cheerleaders were communications majors and a lot of them got to go to LA for internships in the summer. And I was like, well, I can't do that with a, like a teaching internship. Right. So I, I listened to kind of them talk about the fun stuff that they got to do. And so I was like, I'm changing my major to communications. I'm going to move to LA. This was the time when the the show, the Hills had just come out oh. and I'm a year younger. Than, <laughs> yeah. I'm a year younger than all of those girls. So it was coming out in like real time for me. And so like all these girls are in LA and they're doing in PR internships. I'm like, that's, that's what I want to do. Like, and I'm like, I think I would be really good at that because I've always been good at connecting people yeah. and communicating and writing and all the things that are, that are good for PR. So uh, long story short, graduated, 
uh, moved to LA December 2009, the day after Christmas, didn't have a job, didn't know anyone, shared a room in an apartment with someone, slept on the floor for three months, <laughs> did three t- internships at once, um, hustled, 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 and just made it work until I got hired on at a PR firm. So um, I worked in entertainment PR for about seven years in LA. And, you know, I was at the top of like my game when I when I decided I can't do this anymore. I just got really burned out Mm. and it was as fun and glamorous as you would expect, but it was a lot. And, um, you know, being single and all of my family being across the country, like I was alone, um, in LA and I just, I just couldn't do it anymore. So I moved uh, back to North Carolina where I'm from and, uh, was a PR director at an advertising agency. But then two years in, I was like, I can do so much more for my clients on my own. And so I left and realized that in those initial interviews that I was doing um, in LA where they say, where do you want to be in 10 years? I always said, I want to own my own company. I want to have, I want to be an entrepreneur. My my family's filled with entrepreneurs. I want to do that too. And then I realized, oh my gosh, I've manifested this. Like I'm leaving my job and I'm starting my own PR company. And this is what I've been saying for, I said, I said for 10 years and now we're at the 10 year mark and I've done it. So here we are three years later. Um, and I just love what I do. I love being able to help female entrepreneurs, um, spread the word, um, about what they're doing and, and get out there in terms of thought leadership. Um, I still do a little bit of entertainment PR here and there. Um, do the corporate stuff to pay the bills (laughs) and I just have fun with it. And, and I, I just love what I do. I, okay. So first of all, I think that that is so interesting. And I just had a conversation with a friend and colleague of mine yesterday about this sort of divine time, right? That the universe knows what it's time for. That doesn't mean that it's your timeline. It doesn't operate on calendar Mm -hmm. years, but that totally makes sense when you say, You know, when I was younger, I had said, I want to own my own business, not necessarily what that business was, but that you knew that that was something that you wanted to do. And then that sort of floats out to the universe. You don't even think about it. And then Mm -hmm. at the right time, it all comes back and you're like, wait a minute, this is actually what I've always wanted to do. Even if it wasn't something conscious. That's literally the definition of manifestation. It, it, I just... And I mean, that's a little bit woo woo and I'm not, a. I, I believe in the <laughs> woo. Fine. Like, don't get me wrong. Like I'm not without woo. <laughs> I mean, I believe in like a spirituality, a higher power, but I do like the more I sort of talk with people about this, isn't it interesting how it mm-hmm. all lines up? And I love yeah. that. I love, I love that you went and you hustled and you were, you, you were, you were grinding it out. I mean, three internships mm-hmm. yeah. at once. Did you sleep? And like no and I, like i don't know how i did it and and that was they were all unpaid internships so i also had part-time jobs i was coaching cheerleading i, I was tray passing at events i was picking up i was babysitting i was working random events for friends at other pr firms i was doing all everything i could just to make money to survive because my parents were like we're cutting you off if you leave. And I was like, bye. Wow. So I was cut off. I had nothing. Wow. Like I was paying my own phone bill. You know, a lot of wow. my friends, their parents to this day were in our thirties and their, their parents still pay their phone bills. And I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> no, not me. <laughs> wow. 
What an incredible, see this, I knew this story was going to be amazing. And it's even, I think there's, you told me more than I didn't, I, I didn't already know. So I think that's super yeah. amazing. And, I, and, I love that. And one thing I want to touch back on that you said about like the universe of timing yeah. and everything. Um, I think there's something to be said about, you know, when I was getting ready to leave LA, my body shut down. Like yeah. I had full on burnout, like yeah. absolute burnout. And I was, I, I was pushing and I, yeah. I accepted a job at a bigger firm. It was my dream firm. And I was like, okay, now it's all going to get better. And it just got worse. And it's because I was pushing something. Yeah. I was going against, you know, yeah. what I was truly supposed to do. I, in that moment, I needed to surrender and be like, okay, I need to go back to North Carolina. I need to regroup. But I was just pushing it, pushing it. And my whole body fell apart. Yeah. And, and the same thing happened at my last job. And I truly believe it's because like I was not recognizing the writing on the wall that I needed to start my own company. Yeah. So it's like God, the universe, whoever was like, yeah. you're not going to make this decision. We're going to force you into it. Like your body's going to shut down again. You're yeah. going to get burnt out again until you do what you're supposed to do, what, you know, you're authentically meant to do. I, you know what? I think that that's so true. I think the universe tries to offer you the lessons, the advice, mm -hmm. and it starts out subtle, right? And, but we don't yep. listen. We usually don't listen. And uh -huh. then the message gets stronger and stronger and stronger until basically the universe just punches you in the face, right? Exactly. So for so many of the women that you, I know you work with, and I mean, this is a specifically mm -hmm. a topic that I work with female yep. entrepreneurs every day. The burnout is real. Yep. But when we dig into it, we so often find that there are little hints along the way that, that the universe has tried to help us mm -hmm. before it got bad. But we, yep. we just, we have this mentality, this hustle culture that we got to grind it mm -hmm. out, that we've got to get shit done, that we are, you know, we're, we, we've got something to prove to somebody. I don't even know what, who we're proving it to. Yeah. But like, wow what then the universe just comes up it just sucker punches you in the face and like you almost can't even move because it's mm -hmm. right so i um it's a story it's a story that's been told on this podcast before it's a story i hear every day i'm sure that you see clients that are struggling with that oh yeah Amanda, right they, absolutely they, absolutely all the time they probably come to you and they're like, oh my God, Melinda, you've got to help me with all this stuff because I'm dying, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Wow. And I'm like, girl, wake up. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about it. <laughs> right? I love it. I love I love I love that you actually pulled that out and talked about that specifically because I think that that's a, a really important thing we have to talk about as female founders. So now we may already have covered this ground, but you know, I mean, you've been doing this now in agencies, big firms, and now on your mm -hmm. own. Yep. I mean, certainly the burnout's a big, you know, big mistake, but what, <laughs> where, like, what else? What, where else have you kind of messed it up, Melinda? And what have you learned from that? Yeah, one thing that I always tell people kind of when I'm asked this is that um, one of the biggest mistakes I made was staying complacent where I was. Mm. I was at an agency and like, this lady, I would, I love her so much. She's, she's just a wonderful human, but I was so loyal to her for so long and it right. was a sinking ship. Yeah. And, you know, I was listening to my 
conservative Christian Southern parents who were like, you work in the same place until the day you die and you never ask for a raise and you like, they'll give you money if they want you to have money and you work every <laughs> single day and you don't take days off. And like, I was listening to that and that's so toxic. And uh, you know, I stayed at this agency for six years almost. Mm. And, um, I, I stunted my own growth. Like mm. I know that at this point, I could very much be running like so many of my friends are running uh, a PR division at Mm. a record label or at a movie studio or something like that. But, and I was getting job offers and I was getting people saying like, we're hiring in my department, please come. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like I'm going to stay here and I'm going to be loyal because Mm. she gave me a chance when it, uh, it like the writing was on the wall the entire time and I stunted my own growth. So I think that's one of my biggest moments where I was like, Oh my God. And obviously everything works out the way it should. And I wouldn't be where I am now. Um, had I left there sooner, but I think that is one of the mistakes that I made. So I try to always tell people like a lot of the time, your employer is not going to be that loyal to you, you don't have to be that loyal to them. It is okay if you have a better opportunity somewhere else. It doesn't mean that there's any ill will there, but like if there's your dream job yeah. with your dream salary and benefits, try, like go for it. Yeah, I think, you know, loyalty is an important value and one that many of us have, mm-hmm. but I do believe that it can be toxic, you know, like yep. truly toxic loyalty. And that's sort of what I hear when you're talking about that. Mm-hmm. is that I can't leave and it's that I behavior is what it is. <laughs> right. And I owe, I owe them something. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, the truth is what you owe them is your best effort for the time for the yep. 40 hours a week they pay you for. That's all you owe them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you do a great job in those 40 hours, if you're performing at your best, that's really all you owe an employer. You don't owe them your mm-hmm. life. You're not an indentured servant. Like, so it does, it gets into this toxic loyalty space. The truth Mm -hmm. is Melinda, I believe this is my coaching perspective. I believe that that is rooted in our own saboteurs that somehow we don't deserve. We're not good enough Mm -hmm. to, to, to get that better job or right. Like this is as good as it gets. And I have to stay here because this is Mm -hmm. all the value I have to add. And, and, and employers absolutely and employers that actually allow that to happen and aren't actively trying to promote and help and grow their employees contribute to that. Right. So mm-hmm. that's, what no, I totally, I totally agree. And, and, and mental health is such an important part of it. And, you know, I was in my early twenties and I yeah. in mid twenties and LA is so hard in oh, general. Gosh. And I was out there and I was yeah. alone and, and this was, this was my, you know, the closest yeah. thing I had to family was my boss and like yeah. straight up codependent behavior. It's, like, <laughs> yes. it, it's all, it's all going to fall apart unless yeah. I stay, you know? Yeah. And yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Yes. So everything you're saying absolutely (laughs) Um, yeah you know what i love that you can look back and really identify that and and what a great what a great conversation to have here um you know for the female entrepreneurs really understanding like is there that toxic that toxic loyalty in your business Mm -hmm. or are you are you in a in a in a situation where your loyalty is actually not serving you anymore to a vendor to an employee Mm -hmm 
to a business partner, right? Like what, you know, it's one of those things that doesn't get talked about. So Melinda, I really appreciate that you brought that to the discussion. Cause I, I think that's a cool, a cool topic. Um, so, so what would you say then? What would you say to someone who is listening and says, oh my God, I am totally in this situation. What would you say to them? Um, you know, I would say, just remember, like at the end of the day, we're all human and we're all doing the best we can. Yeah. And it's okay to implement boundaries. It does <laughs> yeah. not mean that you do not love someone. And I heard that, um, you know, that's, this is, that's been my theme of 2021 yeah. boundaries. And I heard it again on a podcast today saying that like, it is okay to love someone and love them through a boundary. Yeah. It does not mean you don't love them. No. Uh, and so, you know, I like, I've had to cut off clients where I realized like, oh my gosh, this is toxic. Like <laughs> they're calling me all hours of the yeah. night. Like I can't do this. Like it's not worth the money. Right. And, and, and I think in that situation, you know, you have, you have to look out for number one and not in a, in a, you know, oh, conceited way, yeah. but at the end of the day, look out for yourself and just say like, is this adding to my life or is this taking away? And if it's taking away, is, is there a small, soft boundary I can make? Is there a yeah. hard boundary I can make? Or do I just need to cut it off completely? Yeah. Yeah. The, the question that pops into my head as you say that is how is this serving me? Mm -hmm. And if it isn't, then there's a whole series of questions that have to come after that. Or Absolutely. is it serving me? But as you've said, in a very codependent way, well, I get to, if the answer to that is, well, they need me. I need, I, I'm, I feel needed. That's crossing the line into that toxic space. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah. I, I love that. And I just, I love what you said about we're all human. We're all doing our best here. Right. Um, and, and it's been, especially these last couple of years, it's been a struggle. It's been yeah. a struggle. So I, I absolutely, love that. Melinda, that's genius. Um, okay. So tell me, I mean, this, this kind of speaks to the next level of what you, you know, what you've already brought here, but you know, what does leadership mean to you, Melinda, or how do you, you know, lead? What does that look like for you? Yeah. So obviously like leadership is going to be a little bit different for me. Yeah, I'm a solopreneur. Yeah. I have an intern and, um, but I kind of see it as like leadership in terms of to my clients yeah, totally. and how can I inspire my clients mm. and help them grow their business. And then also from a PR aspect, I do PR a little bit different than most publicists. I don't really mm. write press releases and put them on a newswire like a lot of people do. And so I'm always trying to position myself as a thought leader in the space and being like, Hey, here, here are things that I do that really work for me. And like, let's, let's reinvent the wheel because what we're doing is not working. Right. What we were taught in school is not working. Right. Um, and so, um, one of my core values slash authentic code, uh, words is being seen. And for me being seen, not in a way that's like, Oh, I'm out there in front of everybody, but it's like, if I am, if I am out there being seen, I'm able to teach people. I am able to help people. I am able to lead. Um, and so that's kind of what leadership looks like for me. Um, you know, be it trying to find people to mentor. Um, even if it's, if it's people that aren't necessarily in PR, you know, just trying to help them with their business or, uh, talk about mental health. Um, yeah. So that's just, I think for me, it's unique because yeah. I don't have a big team, but 
I try to lead in my with my community. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Um, I I I love that. I, I you know um, I I do think we we can leadership is more than just being the big loud out in front mm-hmm. person, right? I mean that's what we see. But I like I think you're right. We lead in a more global way, in every relationship, in every conversation. Um, and just I, I love it just by being seen by being present and connected melinda mm-hmm. that is beautiful i love that thank you yeah my my prayer every morning i'm just always like let me be a light let me be a light to other people in whatever capacity that is just let me be a light to people and i really try to live that um yeah. because i know if i'm showing up for myself i can show up for other people and even if it's just kind words, I know how impactful that can be. Yeah. You know what? It's really true. I think now more than ever, right? Like, um, just bring in a little positivity, bring in a little compassion and empathy mm-hmm. to people, right? That is so valuable right now. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause we're all just a little bit kind of frazzled. Our resilience is low. Like we don't have the spring in our step that we did two years ago. We're all a little worn down, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, my clients, for the most part, all of them know if they are having a tough time mentally, physically, they can just tell me. Like Mm -hmm. I have clients that will say, hey, I cannot, I cannot do that interview you scheduled for me. I am just having a bad anxiety day. I'm like, girl, I got you. Like, let's reschedule it. Or I can, I can tell them. I have not been able to get out of my bed today because my depression is so bad. So I am going to do this tomorrow or I'm going to work 10 times as hard on the weekend, or I'm going to give you an extra week on your invoice this month. You know, like it's just at the end of the day, just showing, showing each other grace and showing yourself grace is so important. You know, it really is. And in fact, so I was, um, I had another podcast interview scheduled today and she messaged me this morning and said, my little boy is sick. I am not feeling well. I will totally do the interview, but I am not going to be at my best. Mm-hmm. And what we can do in those moments is exactly that. Have some empathy, offer some grace and say, you know what? Let's find a time when you are feeling powerful. And especially if you're going to do something like this, right? Like you don't yeah. want to come. Everybody want, I really believe this, Melinda, that people want to do their best work. Like they do want to show up and do a great job. And I know that there's, you know, there's a bit of this, some more toxic stuff, but you know, we've got a bunch of business leaders that are all like, people are working from home. So they're not working hard enough and they must be lazy and blah, blah, blah. I don't think that that's actually the truth. I think the vast majority of people really do want to do a great job and they really do want to bring their best self. The truth is some days it's just not possible because you're right. Mm -hmm. You're right. We all struggle with things, right? Whether we have mental health issues, like I struggle with anxiety. You just talked about your depression. I mean, whether it's something like that, that we have to manage or whether we just came down with a bad head cold and we can hardly talk. Yeah, you're right. We all deserve a little grace and a little space so that we can show up and do our best. Mm -hmm. Right. I think, yeah. And I, I actually have a client, um, uh, they're called the kindness corporation and they just this week came out with a 2021 study 
around the state of kind business. And they um, interviewed and surveyed all of these people at B Corps and Fortune 500 companies and all this stuff. And like the findings were like exactly what you think they'd be. It's like, yes, we need to find more ways to be kind. And even if you just show up in a meeting and you set your intention of like, okay, I'm just going to be super kind to everybody involved yeah. today. I know we're all stressed out. If I am kind, then that's a ripple effect. And yeah. like, when you go into, into business, into work, into every, honestly, everything in your life, and you're just saying, okay, if I'm just kind today, if I just lead with kindness, yeah. like it really is a ripple effect and it changes everything. And I'll send you a link to the, to the study and you can link to it in the notes if you'd like, but I would it's love great. That. It's so great. I would love that. That sounds like a great study. I personally would love to read it. I think everybody that listens sounds yeah. really intriguing. And you know what? You're absolutely right. Kindness is a big value for me. I believe, and but I also, to your point of earlier about boundaries, I don't think being kind means being taken advantage of, right? Mm -hmm. Being yep. kind, being kind is important. But that also means being kind to yourself. Like every one of these things has a reflective quality, right? Mm -hmm. Boundaries can be outward, but they also need to be inward. And how do I honor yep. and respect them? I'm kind to other people outside. I show them the dignity and respect they deserve. I do things that are unexpected and, and you know, over, over the top because I want people to know they're loved and they feel cherished. But that doesn't mean that you can beat me up or take advantage of me. Right. So yep, this is, yep. I love this one. I love this. Um, yes, we, I will put that um, link in the show notes. So everybody can check out that study. Cause I, I think that that is, I think that's super neat. Mm -hmm. I think that's super neat. Well, I love, I love that that is the way you consciously choose to start your day with being the light. How can you shine a little bit for other people? I mean, just in itself, that is a statement of leadership right? If nothing else, that you can shine a little light for people. Um, and of course, kindness, I think is always the right leadership move. So that is really beautiful. Yeah. Uh, everybody should try to be a light. Just wake up and like steal that from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Please everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Everybody steal it. Well, Melinda, <laughs> thank you so much for sharing all of these incredible thoughts uh, today with me and to uh, the others listening to the show. It's been a, an absolute delight to have you as a guest today. Oh yeah. It's been so fun talking to you as always. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, thank you so much uh, for your time. It's been just wonderful. To everyone tuning in today, thank you again for listening to the Female Founder Friday podcast. I love Melinda's belief that we need to always be looking for more ways to be kind. I just couldn't agree more. You can find out more about Melinda and what she does on her website, which is melindajacksonpr.com. And of course, you can find me on Instagram and my handle there is at highvoltleadership. The Female Founder Friday podcast has a goal to impact a thousand listeners, and it would mean the world to me if you left this episode a five-star review and shared it with all of your friends. Let's engage a thousand female entrepreneurs and really amplify the message. Thanks so much again for being a part of the show, and don't forget to connect with me at highvoltageleadership.ca.